Two chicks in the day. Two chicks in the day. Hey, I'm fucking with that Jeff. Two chicks in a day. Two chicks in a day. Say you wanna ride and get in. I heard you talking about it, so tune in. I know you wanna know what's happening. You need to post up and tap in. We like to talk, so join in. Don't wanna talk, just listen in. We turn it up, we going in. Two chicks and a dick on the weekend. Come on over if you wanna have a good time. I'ma play your mama, now's the time to cross the line. Show me what's inside that soul, don't let you feel mine. Come on, let's let our mind and bodies intertwine. Two chicks and a Two chicks in a dick. 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 Welcome to Two Chicks in a Dick podcast, where a group of dope individuals come together. Y'all know what? Hold on. No. Welcome to Two Chicks in a Dick Podcast, where a group of dope individuals come together and have unfiltered conversations about any and everything. I am Miss Wells, aka Oprah Diddy, and you guys can follow me on Instagram at It's Just Miss Wells. And I am your girl Rachel J, your social light. You can follow me on IG at RA Jones31, and of course on Facebook, Rachel A. Jones. And always, we have guests. We are back in the studio, people, so I'm excited. So we have a dick. We do have a dick this week. And the dick of the night is, sir, would you like to introduce yourself to the people? Man, y'all know what it is. It's Mr. Q Joseph, a.k.a. Q.J.S.O. You can follow me at Q Joe Kent on Instagram um, and on Facebook as well. Q-J-O-K-E-N-T. It's been a long time. It has been a long time. It's been a while. Thank you for gracing us with your presence and getting us in your itinerary. So so glad to be here tonight with you all. (laughs) We're going to take up an offering this evening, folks, for Q Joseph. He's a a superstar now. He's now blessing us. And then we have another guest, a returning guest. Um, It's our mystery guest. It's the mystery guest. Would you like to introduce yourself to the people? No, I do not. <laughs> You're not gonna tell the people? You ain't gonna tell them nothing. Do I mean you, you ain't gonna just gonna have your voice on it? Well, yeah, we can just do that. Okay. Okay. Yeah. You're I mean, not saying anything? We're gonna call you it the mystery. The mystery guest. Okay. Well, I am MJ, right? Okay. So I don't have any social media for you to follow because I don't really want nobody to follow me like okay. that. Okay. I don't okay. need people to be being my friend or anything like that. So okay. All right. Well, MJ yeah. is a returning guest. If you didn't <laughs> catch the voice, she has been on the show before. So we always thank you for coming. She didn't want to be your guys' friend then. And she and damn sure ain't the friend now. So I got enough friends. Hey, <laughs> but she always gives a really good perspective. She does. So we appreciate you for stopping in today. Absolutely. <laughs> and then you know how we always do it. We're back in the studio, so we're taking topics out of the topic jar. So this week's topic is by any means necessary. Don't let the necessary occur. By any means necessary. So let's jump right in. You know how we do it. We just give our opinions. I tell you every week we are no doctors. We are no therapists. It is our truth. You can like it or you can't. You can fuck with us or if you don't. It's just what we're speaking and that's all we know. We are not licensed at all. At all. We're just telling you well, what we. Well, I you know. I have a degree in psychology. Uh, she does. I have a driver's license. So, so there's that. I'm just like. 
mean, I got a degree in communications just, and business. But I mean, I, 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 no, not, not this I, I mean, we all educated in here. What I'm saying is, as well. So okay, there's that. So. Let me clarify. We all very educated in the room. <laughs> what I'm saying is, don't take our shit and try to use it as low advice. Like, oh, they're no. trying to be doctors and give us. No, no, no we're bad. speaking our truth. Okay. Yes. So let's jump into it. What does by any means? Well, shit, it's self-explanatory. By any means necessary. But what? What? In, in what? I guess we could just work, relationships, life. Mm, mm, mm. Kids. Kind of marinating with it. <laughs> you do what's necessary. When do you determine what's necessary? Like, how do you determine what's necessary when it's necessary to do? What you have to do is that the moment when you just like like fuck it i just gotta do it is that what you're talking about like is that is that the moment of i guess that's that's by any means necessary yeah, shit. yeah. or so. if i shit <laughs> 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 who picked this motherfucking topic? mama gotta mama gotta do what mama gotta do baby to put food on the table. You I know. ain't never been that desperate though. Like, <laughs> like, it's never hit me in life where I've been like, I was just gonna say I'm that. I'm in a bond, Nate. Oh, <laughs> I'm struggling with Nate. I'm so Nate. I need help. And then the nigga didn't even go to college. Yeah, I ain't saying I'm a silver spoon type motherfucker. So I, I don't really know. I think it depends on the it depends on the situation that you have to make that call and be like any means necessary. I mean, to me. I'm, I'm a little hood baby, so mm-hmm. by any <laughs> hold on, <now>. hold on. <laughs> I wasn't hood first. I was country, I and I then I was hood. Q, what was the switch? Don't, was don't, a switch don't, by any means necessary. Don't return like that, Q. Don't return yeah, like that. Because when I came from the country and I moved to Nashville, it was by any means necessary. Right. Like you gonna have the bitch catch up, okay? Quick, you yeah, know what yeah, I'm saying. Yeah. And living in the projects, we used to live in Andrew Jackson. Uh, ran around all the projects in Nashville, but I was scared of the South, West and West Nashville and South Nashville. I've always been extremely scared. Why? Of. I don't know. It's just a little different. You know what I'm saying? But I could <laughs> go to any hood and be okay. But in those areas, I kind of learned by any means necessary is like we're gonna get this shit done. You know what I'm saying? Like, no excuses. Mm -hmm. I don't care what the situation is. Like, by any means necessary, we're going to get it done. Mm -hmm. Like, I got to sell the crack. I got to sell. I never sold coochie. I don't know. Again, (laughs) I don't know how to proposition that. But it was some bitches that was like, you know, my babies need some diapers. Yeah. yeah what's, what's the statute of limitations on these things we talking about? Because I don't want nobody coming to try to find me or ask y'all who the fuck is I MJ. Mean, we have at the end of the day, <laughs> we all I put it out there. You speaking your truth, so <laughs> yeah, yeah, either yeah. you gonna fuck with it or you not. Everybody's not gonna agree with what you say. Who I was, girl. So. Wow. Yeah, no, I ain't so no coochie. I, I hate the fucking word coochie. I was just <laughs> <laughs> you say that the fuck with her, don't you? <laughs> no, I don't like. I don't. I, that's what I mean. She used coochie. coochie. Like coochie is fine. She's okay with that. Seems real nasty. I like pussy. It's a very aggressive. Um, <laughs> coochie just sounds. Coochie we've had this discussion. I'm not going to go down that road again. But no, I. Have, I, I was raised on kitten, so you know all this is cool to cat. Kitten, you look cool to cat. And taking pictures. It technically, like, <laughs> it technically, you heard that one. Taking pictures. It was vagina in my house. Like <laughs> pussy came once I got into the world. Okay, <laughs> but now, I, now, yeah, by any means, I haven't sold pussy. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it never got to that point of, but I really feel like my by any means necessary, I've made that choice to be like, if, because I, okay, so growing up, I had a household where I didn't need to, but I was always that kid that wanted to go left when my parents went right. So I would put myself in situations where it was like, okay, by any means necessary, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to, I was going to do what the fuck I wanted to do. She wasn't out there like we was out there. Right. Yeah, yeah, so uh, right. you're right. I just want to come over there. Right. So she had to drive her car to the house. Right. Kind of chauffeur and take her. Bentley, drop me at the corner, please. Right. And, 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 and and I'm not going to deny that that was I was very sheltered. My mom kept me in a very you know she we we were we grew up in a very nice community neighborhood blah 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 i wanted to be in the by any means necessary mm-hmm. type yeah. of situation i wanted to roll with drug dealers and i wanted to be the it's just that was it you know what i'm saying and i at that time i didn't think about it i'm just like oh shit this yeah. negro got a nice car and he fly and i'm not thinking about if it's by any means necessary i'm gonna take this package that he got in the trunk and put it up my pussy you know what i'm saying like shit like that <laughs> Wait a minute. That's by thing. any means necessary. Like I I wasn't <laughs> thinking like that. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't like, oh, am I gonna be that ride or die or am I gonna willing to take the fall for like a cookie type shit? I wasn't thinking about that. But yeah. that was mine by any means necessary. I'm good. I ain't never been a ride or die type motherfucker. I'm like, why we can't just yeah, live together? Why we that. why we can't well, I survive this shit? I ain't never been that type of motherfucker. Like ride yeah. or die my ass. Nigga, I need to make go. sure tomorrow <laughs> is gonna be here. You know what I'm Before we go, MJ, that's MJ. And I, I, said, I did say coochie, didn't I? Yeah. I up my coochie. You getting used to yeah. it now. Now it's gonna be your favorite word. You know, you gonna eighty six pussy and go with a coochie. So cute, cute, just. I mean, what it means. Uh, let me go on record to say I, I never sold coochie either. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I hope so. Fuck it, hope not. If, if you have, I want to hear the story. I want to hear the story. If you have, so please, please let us know. First of all, this would be a totally different discussion. If you got coochie that you over there selling. If, if, I'm like, if, nigga, where the hair come from? Oh, you haven't put, okay, say, on, let's man. clarify this. You haven't put anybody on the stroll to sell coochie. Right. If anybody from Georgia Avenue is listening to this podcast, <laughs> let me tell you something right now. Georgia Avenue, I had nothing to do with this. I didn't know nothing about this. If he's selling coochie, I ain't got no part of this. I'm just put that out there right now. To my How Georgia long ago Avenue was it? Because you know there is a statue limitations. I'm just concerned about your, you know, your, your legal affairs. Y'all so remember make sure you're uh, good. Wayne Brady and Dave Chappelle? Let's just say that was based off. No, I'm playing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, so my, did you clarify? Was you a pimp in your past life or not? He ain't never saw my. Anyway, okay. He bought a little bit. <laughs> you do have that big ass Cadillac at this. So I don't know. <laughs> I ain't he never seen a, nobody with rims like that on the cat. He, he so. might have bought a little bit, but he ain't never y'all, y'all know I'm from the church. I keep the box viewed. Put it in. They the main ones that be, right. main ones be buying coochie anyway. Well, listen, that's how you know the church going to be good. Deacon's going to clap off beating everything. There you go. Amen. <laughs> Pass that. Won't he do it? that basket around, right. brother. Right. Get that basket going. That'll be the one. <laughs> It'd be the ones in the church selling the coochie. Right, right. <laughs> y'all know my past. Y'all, y'all know I grew up in the church. But anyway. <laughs> oh, my God. Did y'all watch Aretha Franklin? Uh, 
Actually, I had somebody was telling me about it last I, night. I haven't seen, about was it good? Like, I ain't gonna ruin it, but watch it. And okay, so let me. Now, now that's that's by any means but, necessary. That family, I'm out. Do that Franklin like, family. I wonder. I, I, we're gonna come back. But do you feel like that's gonna overshadow the one? Because this one was so good. You know, uh, Jennifer Hudson is supposed to come out with the main one. Like, do you think it's going to no. live up to it? Because she's now done this, and it's amazing. Well, if you haven't watched it, I don't feel like that they were able to tell the story correctly. Uh, this one that just the came out. National Geographic okay. Okay. did. Okay. I, it was a good movie. Okay. But you can tell that it didn't come from her. Ah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like they were trying to tell the story from, like, a secondhand area okay. where they knew some details, but they really couldn't tell the so story. So it, might, have go, it like, might go into the Jennifer Hudson story. I think story. it may. You okay. know what I'm saying? It Now, not to take away from what it was, because I did learn a lot about Aretha Franklin and how she did business and how she ended up keeping that purse on home. Like, I got my money right here in my bag, baby. <laughs> Come on, give me cash right, right. now. I ain't singing until you pay me. I got a lot of respect for her off yeah. that one, but yeah, kind of like my rainy a little bit. Yeah, 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 but I still think they didn't do a, a great job. They okay. did a good job, but I want to see hers to okay. really. Gotcha. So okay. the Jennifer Hudson one was supposed to be directly from like some something that Aretha left that she wanted people to know or something because I know I know she was very private and she wanted everybody to think that she was perfect right I think the estate might be involved uh, in, in this in, one in with this the one. Jennifer Hudson one yeah, yeah. okay yeah. so actually you know I think all of it is probably a good uh, a good perspective of her whole life because you know it's three sides to every story you know it what I'm saying very interesting. you know what I'm saying so you probably need every perspective to really get a true true vision of, of, of who she was and how she lived I but, think it will fill in the blanks of where this one was kind of like Okay. But I was about to say, like, most of your Sorry, TV Q. movies. <laughs> was, no, no, no. We no. had skipped right over. Well, her no, daddy that, was, he was we, a pastor, but right. oh, he okay. was living yeah, his so, best so, life. Oh, okay. 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 <laughs> so Got it. Heard. But no, um, <laughs> I think most of your TV movies, besides maybe New Edition mm-hmm. um, or, or the Clark Brown Sisters or, yeah. or Bobby Brown, I, I think. Like the Aaliyah story, oh my gosh! It was trash. Trash. No, hold on. Have TLC watched... story. No, the TLC story they did better with that one than they did with like that Tony Braxton That's story. That's because Chili and T Balls was involved, but whenever you get Lifetime or E, like it, they already have a bad. Which was hold on. Have y'all watched the United States versus, versus Billy? Billy? I haven't. I, haven't. I want to. Is it oh good? Oh my god! When good? I say, I've heard it's supposed to be amazing. It, I'm not a huge television watcher. I sat down on the edge of my bed and watched the whole entire movie. Really? It was, it was, now was that, that Okay, I'm going to watch it tonight. And listen, if it's not good, Toya. Okay. <laughs> if it's not I good. In it, I like that one. But I do, really, 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 I do really, agree really, with really, really you. Good. Like a lot of biopic movies, they, they don't capture, like they try to, but they don't capture everything that I guess yeah. need to be. They're going yeah. off, like. So Malcolm X and like what's love got to do with they did the best they did a really good job but right. when you like read the Malcolm X um, book with um, Alex Haley it's like it's a lot of stuff and I guess he couldn't put everything in right, the movie right 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 but yeah them Lifetime movies and those E movies they be so way off mm-hmm. that it's just like it don't work and I think that's why New Edition did so good it could have been a movie but 
they broke it down to where yeah. it was, yeah. um, it was like a, a series, a yeah. series yeah. 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 like the Bobby and the Bobby Brown story yeah. too because that Whitney shit was horrible <laughs> yeah I didn't like that Whitney, Whitney I didn't like horrible. that Wendy Williams movie either that was she pretty like trash but she was involved that. in that yeah. though yeah, so she terrible. was she right it was terrible <laughs> like I didn't I couldn't like damn bitch like we talked about your husband half the damn movie <laughs> I think that's what she there? wanted like, though everybody's story don't need to be told it doesn't it doesn't I yes, totally agree I, with you on that. Like, write write a book, but everybody's story don't need like, to be told. Like, you ain't even Like, you still got a whole lot of living left to do. She, to I think she wanted just, I think right. she yeah. wanted to, because she's that, she that. wanted to release that and make the yeah. her husband mm-hmm. just be the bad guy. Because yeah. she's that gossip queen, that drama queen. That's what's her or, point of it. Yeah. They was like, we gonna tell your story. And she was like, well, fuck it, I'm gonna tell it myself. Yeah. Like, people people don't have shame no more, though. They, they just let everything out. Like, I'm, I'm like, those certain things, yeah. like, you know what, you gonna pay me how much? <laughs> yeah, right. my pride. My pride ain't gonna let me get paid. So it's gonna, we not gonna, Gucci's? yeah, we not gonna worry about it. We my pride set up. Nah. Okay. Okay. So, we're, we're, we're sorry. What's by any means necessary for you? <laughs> Yeah, twenty minutes like, <laughs> Sorry about that. Sorry. We should have did like a movie critique. <laughs> no, it, it, it's all good. It, it um, cause, cause I think we we can segue, you know, some of those TV stories. Yes, cause um, I got a good one. I want to talk about by any means necessary. <laughs> we can segue some of those TV stories into my story. Um, you know, like Toya, I moved here almost ten years ago. Um. And didn't know nobody. <laughs> mm-hmm. Didn't have no friends, no family down here. And it was really a by any means necessary because I came down here for music. By any means necessary. I'm yeah. like, I'm going to make it. Yeah. I left Louisville oh, and, and was like, you know what I'm saying? There's nothing else for me here yeah. in Louisville. Yeah. Let me come Let me come to a new city and, and do Louisville Dry. Yeah. Oh, it's well <laughs> up in that area. Yeah, just, just tell me. Just tell me. That's like Greenville. <laughs> so, like Greenville. Wait, so Louisville is not like Dry. a little... Because when I hear Louisville, I'm thinking it's a little popping city. Is it country? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, we I mean, popping. We, we popping. All I knew was Muhammad Ali was from there. Yeah, yeah. We, we popping. Just depends on, you know, what, what part you? of the city you in. Uh, but, but yeah, oh, we so popping. it's not like a... Okay. We it's interesting. Like, it's it's interesting. Oh. It's an experience. You, you gotta uh, I just drive Louisville. through it. I've never been yeah, in Louisville. yeah. yeah. I went once for the Derby. Uh, my cousin was there. That's all I know is that. Which she, Derby uh, did you go to? Is it the two? The one. It was the black one. Okay. But we didn't go to the Derby. We <laughs> went to the parties after the Derby. Listen. And I was There's like, There's a black Derby? Yeah. Yeah. Wait, it's, it's two Derbys? Oh, I thought it was just one. Yeah. There's the one that's televised. Oh, but it, then it's the, the, okay, so them the ones my friends be going you, to you with go, all the parties. Go yeah, yeah, it be Before, uh, they would start shooting and everything. <laughs> like, I grew up where they were cruising down Broadway. I, I mean, all that. your candy coated, I could see colored that. cars, everything on spring wheels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Coochie might have been sold. Man. But, uh, <laughs> but no. Um, and then when you get further down West End, um, you have all your black vendors. So you have oh. your t shirt vendors, your bootleg CDs, your funnel cakes. Listen, <laughs> fish fry. It, it, it was all of that. Okay. It it, it, it was all of that. Music okay. all day, all night. Um, yeah. So mm-hmm. that I tell people all the time, there's two different derbies. 
People yeah. say, yeah, I went to the Derby. Okay, that's Churchill mm-hmm. Downs. Yeah. That's cool. That's, that's, that's the way you see the on Because that's the Derby that I knew when you see with the people with the hats yeah. and the outfits yeah. and da 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 I ain't but, talking about that one. Yeah. <laughs> I ain't talking about that one no, at no. all. They was kicking it. I would have gone to that one. You talking about that one. I want that one. It was nice. I liked it. But no, that that's pretty much by my by any means necessary. Yeah, as big as Louisville is, you know, when you grow up in a city, it's still small to you. Yeah, um, it, it's still a little fishbowl. So I was like, let me go out into the sea and and try to spread my wings. And like I said, I've been here for ten years, and I've made some great inroads. I've met some great people. Um, the people in this room, not excluded. Um, I've I've met some great people and for, forged some forged <laughs> some relationships, some some bonds and. <laughs> Um, I'm getting to a point now where everything is about to pay off. So my by any means necessary kicked in when I moved here, though, because I started doing multiple shit when I realized that you need more than one strand of income. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I started putting my hand in other shit and not depending on my chauffeur and my mother, as y'all said earlier, from the <laughs> privileged community. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I started doing other shit. So I was like, you know, you only went down to two servants instead of 10. <laughs> gotcha. MJ, you're here. You're from here. No, no, no. I'm from, I'm from Memphis. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, yeah. how long have you been here? Let's oh see if God. I've been here longer than you guys uh, have been here in this Let's time. see. I've been here. You 10 years. And how many years you been here, Rachel? Four. Okay. So, yeah. yeah I'm a baby. I've been here. See, I don't want to buy that house. <clears throat> Probably. Even 10 years doesn't do I think it's. I think I've been here. I think I've been here 15 deal. years. So I'm, you've been here, Toya. We, we probably riding around in the same line. I've been here roughly 28. Next year's going to make my 20th year. Oh, okay. Being in Nashville, it was a whole yeah. different. So y'all done seen everything form. change. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, man. Absolutely. Talk about a whole damn different experience. <laughs> okay. like, yeah. We were talking about traffic. Tra- traffic was decent when I got here, and it's increasingly gotten bad. But like the last few months, and maybe it's because outside kind of opened back up. Um, folk, like I told y'all on my way here, um, I said it off air. I'm gonna say it on air, dude. Like five people cut me off. Uh, we we <laughs> we done passed like three wrecks, and this wasn't even on the highway. This was this was on the street. <laughs> I was surprised about this this traffic. It was horrible. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, and coming from yeah. Chicago, I well maybe it's horrible to me because I don't know the back roads and this that and the other in the city. It's a lot, but we have way more expressways. Right, like, we right. have way more outlets. We can take a street from one side of the city to another. It's like everything is somewhere a circle here, and you got to end up back <laughs> on this fucking Riley Parkway or some shit like that. And I'm like, this traffic yeah. is fucking stupid, and why aren't they moving? Even yeah. the the side streets are congested yes. at this point. Like, yeah. I've just noticed, like, if you're not, if you're traveling during peak hours, it almost does Every not hour is what... fucking peak hour here, I see. <laughs> well, not every hour. I know. I, anyways, <laughs> not every hour. You just really have to learn how to navigate, oh. like, where you're going, and right. then you got to be get real comfortable on your side of town. And... Okay. Yeah, I'm a back road guru, so I don't have no problems. And I used I, to do Uber, so yeah. you know you right. you're a back row guru yeah. too. Yeah. We appreciate your stress, but we don't understand day, it. Like, Uber, Uber gets you acquainted with the city real quick, real fast. <laughs> but, but, but also for the people that have lived here or from here, you guys don't go to the places like that. I'm still new to the city, so I'm going to the places where, like, maybe everybody goes to. Y'all know how to stay in your area or go different mm-hmm. places to avoid yeah, I don't go all the fucking traffic and shit. You know what I'm saying? 
We we're still out here living at all the shit. Yeah, ain't no way, baby. Yeah. So. You want me to go somewhere between four and six? <laughs> Who? <laughs> yeah, that is. If you ain't, if you got me out between four and six. I fucking love you. <laughs> I know. I, I we appreciate you. y'all, but that four <laughs> to six hour is tough. Like that's a rough. And that's, that's the other thing. I think you know hour. you're you're speaking of kind of, kind of the tourist traps in, in a sense. Yeah. yeah. Now now that I see that, I yeah. mean I'm getting away from them. But of course, when I first got here, it's the tourist traps. You my, know what I'm saying? My biggest thing is especially when you go downtown. Or even to, you know, some of the clubs in Midtown, there's no parking. None. Parking is horrible. Rachel coming up on, on, on five. <laughs> yeah, you coming, baby? <laughs> I'm coming. No, well, it's actually it just before this year. But I think it... Uh, flow, flow with me, Rachel. I'm talking about that. Five. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. The city just really bought out a different... I don't know. Being in the music and entertainment industry here, too, has mm-hmm. been like a very... It's been an eye-opener because I've worked a lot in Atlanta mm-hmm. and I worked a lot here. Mm-hmm. And in Atlanta, you are embraced completely different Absolutely. than you are here in Nashville. Absolutely, yeah. Like, you... It, it, you have to be a corporate beast to even begin to make it in the city of Nashville. In here, right, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Whereas in Atlanta, like, you black, you got a business, you halfway talking right, yeah. you're going to get some people to fuck with you. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. But when I decided that I was going to be a salesperson, that was the first time I was like, okay, bitch, you don't really have to learn what it means by any means necessary. Mm-hmm. And that means I got to work a little harder. I got to push a little harder. You know what I'm saying? And being in the projects, I think it was the same thing. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Because when I decided that I didn't want that lifestyle anymore, yeah. it was like, you going to have to get out of here by any means necessary. Um, yeah. And I think, so you already knows, like, that's currently my story right now. Her, we talked for what hours on the phone about how tired I am and where, where I stay right now. I mean, I, I literally feel like I've outgrew where, 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 where I stay right but now. But you have a bigger goal, of course. So that's why you are where you are, because you got other stuff going on that you are trying to achieve. And yeah. you have to do that yeah. that times, right? Like, right. By, by any means. By any means. That's by any means that's I got to stay here and make it yeah. work because I got something bigger than I'm looking to do. Yeah. And I think yeah. that a lot of people, I'm glad you brought that up because I think that a lot of people struggle in understanding and realizing that it's not as easy to come out of those yeah, areas absolutely. as people absolutely. say that it is. Yeah. It's not like, mm-hmm. it's almost when you get in there, yeah. you got a household, you got a roof over your head, you got some consistent little food coming in. You know right. what I'm saying? You, you might make a little bit. Almost anywhere, yeah. yeah, but I might not make a whole lot. But once you get in that mindset, Mm-hmm. Like you become afraid of losing that. those benefits. Oh, okay. So when it's like we're really by any means necessary, like I can I I can talk to some of my friends and they can remember when I used to be like, bitch, I just want to get out. Like I just want a house. Mm-hmm. And it took yeah. me seven years mm-hmm. to buy the house. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But it was like when you caught up in whatever you caught up in, because mm-hmm. it ain't even necessarily the hood. It could be a relation, a bad relationship. Yeah, yeah. It could be, you know what I'm saying, a bad job or a really good job that's paying you very well. You, you know what I'm saying? Out. You don't yeah. want to yeah. jeopardize that. Well, most people don't want to step out of their comfort zone. They don't. 
people get comfortable and they and the shit is either it, it may not even be working for you but yeah. this Ooh. is your comfort zone Damn. you don't know anything else you know what i'm saying so by any means necessary i'm going to make this work and i tell people all the time a person is going to give up or stop doing it when they are tired you yeah. know what i'm saying when yeah. they're over it yeah. That's it. You can't talk a person out of it. That's from any type of addictions or relationships or job. When they're tired, that's when they decide, okay, this, the means has been necessary. I'm done. And the roughest place to be, um, I think I told Toya this last time we talked on the phone, the roughest place to be, um, in a relationship and a job, um, in, in, in your place of living, the roughest place is, is, is to be in a place where you want to move and you can't. Mm-hmm. Whether it's because you don't have the means, or you know, like you said, we we, we may be scared to move. The the roughest place to be is to be in that situation where it's like, damn it, I hate it here, mm-hmm. but I can't do anything about it, not yet. Mm-hmm. That even plays into relationships, though. Absolutely, yeah. like Absolutely. I really yeah. think that there's a lot of times when. Again, this podcast has had me learning. I'm growing. I'm becoming such a peaceful person. Toya, like, Oprah Diddy has picked up something, like, from almost every episode. I really have. Like, I have really grown through this process. Amen. Amen. I know. Because I started out in a really rough place, y'all. But what it has helped me to understand is... A lot of people are living in survival mode and they're living in this by any means necessary. Right. And like you said, they're in situations to where they want to do something different, but they can't. They you can't. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or they don't have the resources to figure out how right. or they don't know how to change the habits to change the situation that they're in as well. Or they have it, but they just haven't tapped into it to know how to um, explore it. You know what I'm saying? Like, even, like, in a relationship, you know, some people don't have the resources. They might be in an abusive relationship or whatever the case may be. They they honestly may not have the resources. But it's some that do, and they just haven't tapped into it because they are so used to this one thing. You know what I'm saying? They don't know how to, oh, I can do this. And prime example, I was watching um, Tyler Perry's movie, um, The Family That Praised, and it was at the end when Kathy Bates was talking to her daughter-in-law that she could not fucking stand. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And the daughter-in-law was coming to her crying because the husband, she found out that the husband was cheating with Sanaa Lathan and she bawling crying. And Kathy Bates pretty much told her like, motherfucker, you have this at your hand the whole time. You are a woman without a prenup, but you did not think that way. You know what I'm saying? You coming to me crying because he's cheating. You need to hold your head up and you have the resources to hold this shit and get your marriage right Right. and do what the fuck you want him to do. But you gotta stop being so fucking emotional. Think, look outside the box and stop being blindsided and realize that you got the upper hand in this and now step out on faith and actually go forth with it so some people just don't you know in just certain situations each situation is different yeah. it is yeah MJ, absolutely. i feel like you've yeah. been very quiet what's going on it's, it's for, MJ marinating marinating <laughs> over there mystery guest because she about to get something right, super deep get right. Something right. So, so this is what i want you guys to understand whole episode just gonna end <laughs> like it's I can't so bigger than all of that. 
I have to be honest with you. I, a lot of the struggle that people talk about, I I don't I don't know it. I don't know it. Okay, that's understandable. And not because my family didn't have, you know, those those roller coaster rides because mm-hmm. we certain we certainly had that. Mm-hmm. But my um, what I knew for a fact, but what was what was good about my family is that when my dad when my dad left, we were so tight. So my mom. Like we took care, it was five of us, so we took care of my mom. So it was a collective of us that raised each other. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. and like, like my family has like this kid. Yeah. Until I graduated from college, I fucking thought we were poor. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. Like you're not poor. If you own 12 houses mm-hmm. and 30 yeah. acres of yeah. land yeah. that you rent right. for farmers, right. that's yeah. not poor. Right. That's not cheap yeah. as fuck. Right. Right. Yeah. So, um, my daddy. I agree. I mean, that's, that's the, I totally agree with you on that. He would always say, um, sorry, go ahead. I'm trying to think of it. Oh, no, but no, I agree with, I agree with MJ, like, completely. I didn't see that side, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like I said, my, by any means necessary, I made it my own personal choice because my parents didn't raise me like that, so I didn't know if it wasn't by any means necessary. My mama didn't show me, but looking at other people's lives, I was like, oh, but my, my any means necessary ain't shit like other people's by any means necessary. And I think a lot of smart-minded, business-minded, entrepreneur-minded people are trying to get exactly where you mm-hmm. are. They're trying to own property. Um, because one thing they don't teach us in high school um, is property. They don't teach us in, in college about property. They don't teach us about credit. Um, so nope. I, I think mm-hmm. a lot of people are yeah. trying to get that part. That part. What, what's understand? crazy about that, like I've always felt like I didn't have nothing. You know what I'm saying? So when right. I was 24, when I was 24, I was a financial planner for a major financial company. And right before 9-11 hit, um, like I was, I was, yeah. But uh, it ended up, once I sold my practice, because uh, think about that. I sold a practice. At 24. Yeah, yeah, At 24. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, so yeah. I didn't, re- but see, I didn't realize what people were making. Right. You know, mm-hmm. so I was making six figures at 24. Mm-hmm. But I was still thinking that I'm a broke bitch because of how I was raised. And people are trying to get out of college to even get into a career of making six figures at 24. So, and I've always had that, that stress. Now, don't get me wrong. I've, I have, I have burned through some money and I still do. Um, I like to enjoy life, but um, my struggle hasn't really been like, I feel grateful. Like, um, and I also, am humbled and I also feel guilty mm-hmm. that um, I never realized what it was that I had grown up with. You know, when you black, shit, everybody broke with what you think, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Right. You know, when you go to church, everybody get a dollar to put that dollar in tides. You know, mm-hmm. I didn't know you actually had a thousand dollars in your purse. And my my whole family has been that way. My family doesn't they don't look at money the way people do. So it's not, we're not money driven in that sense. We're more like, 
you know, your your wealth is designed by what you can pass on. Right. So my family is more about acquisition of property and massive insurance policies. Mm-hmm. So as we die, our, our wealth grows mm-hmm. right, and right, it right. goes on to the next generation. So we we protect assets and that's and that was stuff that we learned early that I learned early and it was and it wasn't and I realize now that that's not common. And so it's when, definitely not. Yeah, so when <laughs> when people say things like I feel like well, you know I don't have nothing to say because You told y'all she finished shut down. I've done some I've done some reckless shit, <laughs> but it it hasn't been because I couldn't eat mm-hmm. or because you know somebody didn't have you know what i'm saying so it's never it's i've never not made rent i've never not made my utility like i don't know what that is you know what i'm saying so my my struggle has never been that but i've always felt like it because of how i was raised and i think perspective right is what's key in success in life. It's like how you actually look at things, you know what I'm saying, that actually is going to determine your trajectory or how you position yourself in your stages in life. Um, If you feel like that you can't do something or that you're not capable of it, then your any means necessary is going to be lowballed. You know what I'm saying? But when you realize how powerful you truly are, then you don't have a limit to what you can achieve. And you all, anyway, Mm. I'm done. done. No, 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 (laughs) keep going. Wait a minute. You touched on on something that was like really, really interesting though, because when I take a look back at how life was, Mm -hmm. it wasn't always bad. Um, so when we were in the country, when, when I lived in Greenville, we didn't really know when you was up or down or rich or poor. You know what right. I'm saying? We knew the difference between black and white and that type of thing. You know what I'm saying? But as far as class, it really wasn't it really wasn't important in that particular area. You said something with there. Like, um, I don't remember what conversation. I had a conversation with a group of my friends at a, at a barbecue, and we were talking about race and class and probably one of the biggest things that we miss as a nation is that the majority of us are in the same class Mm -hmm. and that as a result of that we have more things in common than we don't and we we tend to stick to what is black what is white what is brown or whatever but the majority of us have that same middle class experience mm-hmm. um, once you remove all the color problems yeah. with it. Yeah. And yeah. I I don't know. I, I just feel like we we miss a lot when we think that we're in a when we think that we're in a uh, any means necessary type mode. Uh, when I think more than anything, it's just a lack of information. Absolutely. I don't know. For me, it was, I went from being okay to not being okay. And I knew that I was, by any means necessary, I wanted to be okay again. Because we had like, we were, you know, my, my father has always been a provider for us. He may not have always been present, but he's always provided for us. My mom for a very long time was a very hard working woman, um, even in her addiction. But then there came a part where her addiction kind of overtook that. So when she got in that place where she was caught in her addiction, 
then it went from being having a, a pretty cool life to a struggle. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, that kind of carried on into adulthood. We were, I was probably like, mm-hmm. I will agree. I, I can't even say that it's not, it, it's lack of information because I used every government resource there was to get myself out of there. Mm-hmm. It's not a lack of resources because the resources are there. It's not a lack of help because if you a black woman with some kids, you're going to get some help mm-hmm. to be able to get yourself wherever it is that you want to. Mm-hmm. I think that it is a lack of a desire to mm-hmm. want something better yeah. for yourself, yourself. Yeah. Okay. because yeah. they giving you a roof over your head. They giving you money to put in your to, to buy diapers for your kids, to they put clothes on their backs, they giving you insurance, yeah. right. they giving you food for you to be able to put food in your children's mouth. They just telling you to go do better. Mm-hmm. Go do better. So, so what what do you think is the roadblock for those families or those individuals who are stuck in that rut where they can't get beyond? You don't want to work for and it. And why why? Because you're lazy. Yeah, I think you're a lazy. Lot of people get and then a lot of them, not all, not all of them. Some of them, it's your upbringing. If that's what you come from, and you've seen that, oh well, mama didn't do this. At some, not all, because I know that it. At one point, when I I lost a job and I mm-hmm. had to go do unemployment. The lady literally asked me, I was like, well, how can I get Medicaid or get insurance or whatever? She was like, do you have children? And I was like, no, I don't have kids. She was like, well, that's pretty much the only way. And this was in Illinois that you get kids. But a lot of the women that was in there, it's just a lack of anything, a lack of them not knowing, a lack of them coming from a family that they mama did the same shit. They grew up like this. It's just depend on your circumstances, I think that defines what you want you have the desire to go for but some people don't but i think that people blame not having the desire on not having the ability to do it to do it because you can but i i came from the very bottom from the very bottom and i'm still associated with a lot of people that i met when we were at the very bottom and what i i watched them I watch them and the way that they live and the choices that they make. And I compare it to the choices that I make. And it's, it's, it's a decision. You are choosing to stay in that yeah. position. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I, I kind of feel like at some point we have to stop saying, well, because you was never told that, or you were never taught they that. They definitely use it as an excuse. That. Yeah. I think it's an escape, a hundred percent. Because just because you've never seen it doesn't, doesn't mean, mean that, that you that don't you, have mm-hmm. the ability to go out here yeah. and do something better. Right. And a lot of the people trapped in that situation—that's the one thing that they say. Well, don't nobody want to help me. Mm-hmm. Don't nobody. I'm I'm stuck. I gotta raise these kids. The daddy doesn't live. I ain't got no education. I had to drop out of school. I had to do this. I had to do that. No, you didn't. You chose to go that route because you could have worked harder. You could have went, I tell people, I, I have walked in the middle of a snowstorm with four outfits on to go to a temporary service to not even get a job placement for that day. But I knew that my kids needed some, some something to eat. That's some sexy shit. <laughs> that is I'm sexy. I'm just telling you like the honest to God truth. There yeah. was nothing that I would not do to be able to, before I had kids, 
and it was me and my mom, I would walk on West End to work in the middle of the fucking summer and mm-hmm. walk back and didn't complain. But it was the drive that you had for right. yourself, too. I knew that I couldn't, you, right. I couldn't do so this So everybody no don't have that. And like you said, they use it as an escape or an excuse do you <laughs> or think a crutch. You, do you think you would have had that same intensity if you didn't have your kids? I had it before I had them, but when I had them, it was intensified. Mm-hmm. Like before they came, um, I was a, I was in my addiction um, when I had my children, mm-hmm. and I was still in my addiction a time afterwards of having them. But even while I was in the middle of my addiction, the only thing I kept saying is, "This ain't who I want to be forever," mm-hmm. and it would get me up and go to work. And it would get me up and, you know, keep myself from getting a record and stupid shit. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? But even in the back of my head, when I was fighting the addiction, fighting being in the projects, fighting being around people who thought I was absolutely crazy for saying, one day I'm going to own a house. Yeah. One day I'm going to graduate school. One day I'm going to own a business. One day I'm not going to be this person that I am right now. I'm just trying to figure it out right here. Mm-hmm that drive has been with me from the moment that I've had my dad. It, it was my dad. Like I failed you. You're, you a failure. I had got, I had fucked up so much that my drive in me was like, I got to prove these people wrong. Mm-hmm. I got to prove these people wrong. Like my dad done gave up. My mom done gave up. The baby daddies done gave up. I mm-hmm. done low key gave up. I was just so low that it was like, yo, I can't stay here. Mm-hmm. I can't stay here. Yeah. Now my kids at some point it was for them. Um, and because of them mm-hmm. now it's for them as far as my drive like a lot of the stuff that i do i do because i don't want them to ever have to go to a project and live mm-hmm. right. i don't want them to ever if they whatever they choose to do i want them to have a parent that they can come to and know that they have someone that's going to support that yeah. right or like you if you need a ride come on you know what i'm saying i'm gonna show for you around or <laughs> if your light bill is due you're not ready to go out, you know, yeah. move out, whatever mm-hmm. it is. Yeah. That drive now is what keeps me like, I got to work. I got to save. I got to do this. I got to do that. Yeah. But I don't know. Like, it was just, I didn't want to, I didn't want to be that person anymore. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want to be that person so much that I could not like find a way to get out of that. Even though I was still fucking up, like mm-hmm. in the process in the back of my head, I was like, okay, I'm still going to get out of here. I still got to figure this out. I'm still going to change it. I'm still going to do something different. This is not going to be the final stop for me. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to live in these projects forever. forever. Right. Absolutely not. Right. And and I think a lot of people who have situations like, like yours and mine, um, as far as living in the projects, um, handouts can be very addicting. Yes, and, Lord. Um, like you said, when you don't have the drive that you know we have, or, or somebody else would would have. Um, now, granted, I don't have kids yet, um, but I think like you because our mindsets are so similar. If I had kids, oh, it would be even more intensified. I ain't got no free time. Yeah. All my free <laughs> yeah. time is is, is yeah. spent getting out of here. But no, handouts can can be very addictive, and so. When you do get that free government money, or is it enabling too? Like a absolutely. motherfucker, absolutely. Because yeah. I would put a yeah. job because I didn't want to lose my assistant. Right. Yep. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. 
But you still had that drive, though. That's interesting. You still had that drive, When I was in Cuba for two weeks, I stayed with this Cuban family, and that's one of the one of the hosts. Thank he, you for just over-talking me and Jeff. Oh, no, I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, sorry. Go I'm, ahead. I'm done. Go I'm ahead. Done. Give, you, give your Cuban story. Oh. No, I'm just talking. I'm just talking. Oh, yeah. So, so, <laughs> so, you know, I was living with this Cuban family, and uh, when I was in Cuba for two weeks, and one of the things, and the guy that we were, that, that we were living with, he... He always said that the people of Cuba were lazy, and I didn't really think that. But when you would walk around Cuba, you can walk any time of night, and everybody was just always out partying. <laughs> I'm like, what? If and then they party at 7 p.m., 8 p.m. <laughs> now, when you wake up at 6 a.m., no motherfuckers still out there yeah. partying, mm-hmm. and uh, <laughs> and so I asked, like, who yo? What's up? What's going on, y'all? Is this like a holiday? And he says they're waiting for their turn to work. I'm like, what do you mean they waiting for their turn to work? And he was like, like Cubans, they have, um, they've gotten acclimated to the handout. So when you're saying that, so yeah. it, it's probably that's probably a negative for the for the human experience anywhere in the world to to some people for people not to have to struggle or to. You're trying to help them, but you're also giving them a crutch. So Absolutely. it's like, well, I think I think I it's more so. My life in them motherfucking project. <laughs> <laughs> That's what the fuck y'all talking about? I think the it's more life. so. I, I think the system how it was originally created. I, I think it it, da- it damn sure helps. Mm-hmm. But you do have the people who will abuse the system. Yeah. Oh, if I got five kids, I, I can get such and such money. All right, let's let's do it. What? Also say, like, Toy, how much this stimulus you get, girl? <laughs> <laughs> so first of all, we work at the same place, bitch. That stimulus didn't have nothing to do with nothing. Or nothing. <laughs> that was grace <laughs> and mercy. <laughs> but, but um, damn, I forgot my point. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna shut up. I ain't gonna say nothing. I'm bad. I'm so you live. You, you were saying you live your best life when you were in the projects, and I think I, it was I was somewhere scared. from there. I was yeah. scared to come out. I was. I went from living in the project. Well, actually, let me back up. I lived in the projects when I was with my mama, and then when I had my first daughter, I moved to low income housing. Uh, can you explain difference? the difference for the projects? Okay, so the projects is like. <laughs> I've never bottom. lived in neither. Yeah. Miss yeah. Butler over here. I, I, right. I, I don't know. So, like, you got <laughs> She lived in a pool house. Great yeah, poupon, please. Like, for somebody that has a full fucking estate that's talking to me. Go yeah, ahead. Allow yeah. me to talk my shit. You know, just allow that. Go ahead and allow define it, to it for me, please. So the projects was more of like, I always thought of the projects as like the housing that they gave you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like. Yeah, it's, it's, not it's really, definitely like a multifamily situation. It's not like now I say I don't know that that project we had in Andrew Jackson was nice than a motherfucker. Like we had hardwood floors and shit, big bedrooms. But now I've heard most projects were very nice when you initially move in. It's it just was. how the people treat them. Yeah, I mean our project was like really cool, but low income housing was like kind of like a step up oh, and okay. essentially like. um yeah, I mean, projects is first. Is low section, income housing, housing. No, low income housing is second. Section eight would be third. Oh, because okay. what section eight is going to do is give you the opportunity to live to in other areas, areas that I are know. not like the Look hood. Look at you hood. educate me, girl. Well, yeah, 
Bitch, I done took, I took every one of them. Every step I took. I don't know. So, you went from, well, I went from living in the projects, and then I started in. Low income? I started in Delray Villa, baby. I don't know. If I got some Nashville people in here. Anyways, it was low income <laughs> housing, and then I got on Section 8. Okay. And then when I got on Section 8, like, of course, I had the opportunity to live in a house. I lived in a duplex. Mm -hmm. I lived in a couple of different areas. And you could find, like, nice rental properties at that point. Mm -hmm. But they were very invasive in your business. So if I made $5 Mm -hmm. more, my rent might go up $500. You know what I'm saying? Or they want to come in and inspect my house. Mm -hmm. And they want to tell me what I'm supposed to do with my kids. It's a lot of stipulations that comes along with that assistance. Mm -hmm. Um, I remember... I had gotten to Nashville grew and it had gotten to a point to where section eight really wasn't, you couldn't really find any good places to live. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, in again, in the back of my head, I just kept thinking, I want something better for my kids. Mm-hmm. Like I've got to do something better. I was scared as fuck, like yeah. to call these people and say, I don't need your help. no mm. more." Yeah. I've, we've, We've worked at the same place. I've came in and out a couple of different times. However, back in 2010, when I was pulling in the type of money that we're pulling in now, mm-hmm. living in Nashville then in 2010, I was still scared to give up my Section mm. 8 because I thought that I could not make it on my own. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no way I'm going to be well, able to you really to could this. have. Mm-hmm. I understand that fear. Yeah. Listen, yeah. so I jumped off the boat. And the first thing that I did was gave my Section 8 up, and I paid rent on my own. Um, I still got food stamps, you know what I'm saying? And I got a little bit of government assistance as far as, like, the money dried up somewhere back in low-income Section Mm -hmm. 8 early days where you getting a $100 check, you know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? But the food stamps was vital, you know what I'm Mm -hmm. saying? Like... Because I can't, you want me to pay the rent, you want me to pay the light bill, you want me to buy food, like you want me to do all of this yeah, for everybody yeah. in here? Yeah. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? <laughs> on my own? On my own? Yes. Mine? This is you asking me for a whole lot. Yeah. Literally, those are the conversations that people are sitting at home right now having with yeah, themselves, yeah. just living in these situations mm-hmm. because they're scared that they cannot do it. Or I done had to quit a job because my kid was sick and I didn't have nobody to watch him. I done had to whatever under the sun, you know what I'm saying? Those were the circumstances that I thought about. And then I jumped. Like I remember calling my mom and I was like, I'm not doing, I'm done. I had gotten to a point. I couldn't find a nice place for me and my kids to live at. It felt like it was a crutch for me. And I knew like, if I can make this kind of money, I just, if I, if I come off of the assistance, I don't have a choice but to keep going. Mm-hmm. And I think that was when life changed for me. And I was yeah. like, okay, let's go. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it got real. And I was like, okay, I used every step that I could that the government would give me until I was self-sufficient. And then when I jumped out there, yeah, I became a beast. Like it was, I'm going to do hair. I'm going to mm-hmm. do nails. I'm going to do whatever it requires to make sure that this rent is paid. These kids got some shoes on their back and we got some food in here to mm-hmm. eat. Yeah. And I think from then it was just like, it's just always built on top of that to where mm-hmm. 
all I think of is if if I lose my house, I don't have anywhere to go. Right. Like I can't call my mom. She's still on Section Eight, so she got a two bedroom. Of course, we can pile up in her house, but my kids ain't gonna be comfortable. Mm-hmm. My dad is married in a whole completely different state. I can't go stay with this man. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And unfortunately, I don't really got two baby daddies. Do that you I can... teach your children that? Like, do you Girl. teach your children the by any means necessary philosophy? You know what I'm yes. saying? Or let them think mm-hmm. that mom never you know well depending on the kids but do you let them think oh well shit we ain't never wanted for nothing mom makes the way or do you teach them like now nah, this is this is what's what's going on in here so or my, this is what you you know i am 100 with my kids like and then my girl i got a baby daddy he is really ratchet <laughs> I'm trying to say that real fast to make it feel a little bit better but baby daddy number one is ratchet as fuck like it ain't nothing that you can bring out of him so my two oldest <laughs> I just fuck where you take this man what you try to do to him you give him some money you can do anything and he's going to be hood straight from projects okay he he's loud he cuz he he's he's hood he's Nashville hood baby <laughs> and my two oldest kids have you know I mean his people hood too so they know what it is now my oldest daughter she is not with it she is like hold up this is too much for me I'm yeah. coming back over yeah. here to the house yeah yeah <laughs> my middle girl she, she like the what's shit. up cuz she with the shit she <laughs> what's up bud <laughs> what's cracking I'm like who the <laughs> yeah, my sister was like that. She was uh, shit. You want to fight? I'm like, what did you even learn? <laughs> Ain't gonna run up on me. <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> She's she hood, but I teach them. You know, I don't I don't sugarcoat it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They know that I put the note over here mm-hmm. when it came to me buying this house. They understand like I work very hard to give you the lifestyle that you have. Mm-hmm. For a moment, my middle daughter was confused. Like, she was like, I think she felt really entitled um, because she, I mean, she didn't, she don't remember the struggle. You know what I'm saying? She remembers us being in, from the time we've been in this house, house. which has been like pretty decent. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I had to take her back through memory lane one day and was like, hold up. Like, dude, <laughs> first of all, <laughs> You need to know that this was a lot of hard work that went into this. And then I I also teach them about budgeting. Like, you earning some money in here. So you, you want to get your nails done. You mm-hmm, want to get your hair mm-hmm. done. I'm going to need you to clean up. Um, I'm going to need you to manage that. You know what I'm saying? But I also expose them to the hood. Okay. Because I need you to see what's on the flip side of that. Mm-hmm. It's real cool when you at school and y'all talking that gang shit, gang, yeah, yeah, gang, gang, gang shit. Bitch, I do yeah. you in and all of this. But when it's time to put the shit, drop you off in the middle, what's the shit? Something. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Let me tell you something. Yeah. Let me show you what it's like over here with these girls that's in here hollering gang, gang, gang yeah. and like really about that shit. Yeah. Yeah. And when she yeah. really started seeing like, oh, mm-hmm. like this S- is the whole, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. She's like, how really? This Can you me. date somebody from a different social economic upbringing? I mean, is is there like friction when like I've always found that people who are not from a similar background, I I have well they take advantage of me because you know 
Like, <laughs> I feel like I could just, I should maybe leave my wallet here. Yeah, okay. And it need to be here when I get back. <laughs> okay. Like, if, if, if my leather coat is here, yeah. it's, it's supposed to be here when I get back. I feel like them bitches steal. <laughs> you know, I don't see no lies. So can you? Are you asking? Lies. Can you or have you dated can, can, someone from yeah, a different? I mean, is it? Is there? Well, how do you make something like that work? Like, like for me, it always made it seem like okay. So on that one, let me call Miss Tanisha. Niggas <laughs> love a toxic bitch. <laughs> don't you ever let that shit fool you? I mean, up in the hood, and, 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 it's, and it's vice versa. Not all, not all, not all. But the inch it's dudes that love toxic chicks, and it's some toxic, it's some chicks that love some fucked up ass niggas. So I mean, like, how do you, how do you make it work? Like for me, for me, like you, you I test shit out. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah, after you've been around for a minute, yeah. you feel like, you know, let me see if you're trying to fuck me right now. <laughs> you know, so I'll do shit, yeah. you know, just to see who I'm fucking with. You know what I'm saying? And then, and then I'll, you know, even I don't care how much personality you got. From my experience, it always has been that certain people you can dress them up and take them out to projects but that project still works yeah, yeah, you're yeah, absolutely 100 yeah, yeah. correct so you need to fool me baby for a daddy. while yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're gonna have to fool me for a while to get me to hang around so you can't tell me shit like that off the bat because i retreat you know so what have so, you dated let's 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 get into the nitty-gritty so have you, you dated someone from hood, like, like or of different, like that doesn't have an estate. Have you have you dated I, someone? I, I'm talking to cute <laughs> right now, man. No, 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 because you put the question out there, so let's keep it direct. Because <laughs> you have you made the example that you have left your wallet and your and you. So what have you dated someone from a different? Well, side of the track. Well, here's the thing. So. You don't she laugh. ain't never been over there. You know, she, you know I ain't. You know I ain't. So no, no she ain't never well, so been this over is, there. This is what happened. They gonna fuck up. Cuto. Yeah. They gonna no, fuck now, up. No, I know that you haven't went over there, but has somebody back. came? Have you dated somebody and you didn't know that they was from that side, and it came out later? That, what are you that, talking about? All right. So <laughs> she, this bitch got an estate, right? No. Estate. <laughs> ain't nobody coming to that she, fucking gate. If you finna renounce nothing, nothing. Lisa life. ain't coming back to Zamunda. No. <laughs> so she know by the you, way she get in that car. You have to stay at this gate. I'll bring. So, I'll have them come down and get you, or I'll bring it to you. So my my, my life time. is unique, right? So about. when when you gay, right? So things kind of you trying to fill things out. <laughs> Every dykes in the motherfucking project. Yeah. I'm sorry. Oh, girl. I'm sorry. Yeah, them dykes from the project. Something else though. <laughs> Them bitches, you have to shoot them. But, yes, um, you don't have to kill them. <laughs> them bitches is strong. And they pretty, but they like, damn, girl. They pretty. That ain't, that ain't, that ain't just the project bitches. There's some, the some of them outside the projects that so you maybe, don't have to shoot. Maybe too. she done tipped over there once or twice. Yeah. A little bit, put my right. toe Cujo in. has left the chair. Basically, don't leave the reason why I'm asking that is because I've always felt, well, I've had some experiences. I, I Okay, I've never went to the, like, I never, like, okay. She done got some, she done got some, she done got some hood pussy yeah. at some point in her life. They got her and mumbling she, and fumbling. She like, they don't <laughs> fuck around with that pussy no more. That's too much. I'm going back to this now, side I'm, of Memphis. I'm, 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 I'm,
the J on the gate and you have to call the security to drive me up the driveway. Man. <laughs> you know Please what? Get your this, this is why. <laughs> All right. So Ma'am. it turned out like security. I had a friend. I had a friend. Uh, she she's a lawyer. Security. So she she had a cousin. See, that's how you know. <laughs> she had I'm a cousin. Blue flame. Y'all want, this, y'all want this story or okay. y'all gonna talk come shit? On, you dragging it out. Yeah, come on. Get to the just, point. Get, you give us what you want. You don't <laughs> rush this joy I'm about to give you okay, right now. You all right, so, <laughs> so, all right, so, anyway, so I thought, like, oh my God, you know, I don't really like light skinned girls, you know what I'm saying? So you went after the cousin. <laughs> you didn't know where she came from, did you? I didn't. <laughs> so. So, but and she had my mind because, you yeah, know, and it she, was that light bright. It was that light bright for me too. And then we get your pockets. <laughs> and she had these heels on. Uh-huh. Like she was just walking around in the heels. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. And, and you know, so and, and, and so she <laughs> sat next to me and she put her legs oh my over my legs uh-huh. and asked me what I was drinking. And nobody has this, ever... is the, this is the cousin yeah. of the lawyer. Friend. Yeah. And, I, and this nobody... is the light skinned chick. Yeah, nobody. This is the one had... that went through the wallet and your coat was missing <laughs> when you put the shit down. Eventually. <laughs> <laughs> That's the part I'm trying to get to. <laughs> so, you know, I was like, ain't nobody have done that to me. So I was like, oh. I'm like, wow. Right? So she had, and, um, and then she was like, all, because my hair was long. And so she was all in my hair and whatnot. And, you know, talking shit or whatever asked me what i do and you know what i'm saying she said she was cold so i gave her my coat and my coat had like my wallet in it and shit and um and then she was like and then it wasn't much longer and then she fucking disappeared and i'm like tanya uh I'm, i don't think i'm focusing about her name am I? it don't matter okay because we're trying to get to the point that this <laughs> motherfucker didn't went to your wallet so i said tanya what you, i said tanya where your cousin at She's like, oh, oh, she gone. I said, oh, she coming back? <laughs> oh, MJ got got. And she says, uh, no, she gone. Uh, I think they he- she said, they heading back to Detroit in the morning. Oh, <laughs> I'm wow. like, they heading back to Detroit in the morning. I'm like, uh, she got my wallet in my coat. Can you call her? She was like, she's like, are you serious? I'm like, yeah. So she calls her, she calls her uncle. And her uncle says, "Yeah, she had on a new coat. She says some uh some lady gave it to her when when she was at the club with y'all." And um, so so she said, "No, that's my friend's coat." She says, "Well, I he says, okay, I'll leave the coat at the house." And you know, at the time, I didn't realize that my wallet was in that motherfucker. Mm. And you know, when you young and you got two dollars, you kind of be like, you know what I'm saying? So that motherfucker brought the ticket. Cause I got everything, cause you know, mm. and and you know, so um, I was looking for my wallet. I was like, "Hey, girl, have you uh, seen my wallet?" And she's like, um, "I think it was in in the coat." <laughs> so I had to get her to pay for all the shit that I done racked up all night. And you know that's embarrassing in a motherfucker to somebody like me. Yes. I got because you. you didn't got blindsided. It's a <laughs> so let me. Uh-uh, like, we gonna skip to this part. So did you not? So you found out Light Bright's back. Like where was Light Bright from? Like what? What was going on with her? Was Light she Bright, Was she from the project? What? What? What was it? Light Bright was homeless. Come to find out. Oh yeah, she was. Come to find out, she was homeless. 
and her dad brought her down. <laughs> yeah, <a> <laughs> right. Brought yeah, her that's down. That's why MJ don't fuck with people from the projects. <laughs> that's exactly Bra- what happened. Turned out that her dad brought her down because he was going to try to see if his if if his niece could, you know. Help her. Yeah. And it turned out that they had a situation because she was stealing in her house. Mm. And so... Her dad had come down to get her. Did that teach you anything? Well, has <laughs> that taught you any fucking thing? <laughs> well, because right, let's, let's start there, okay? <laughs> so my my point is, so how you work it, my man? <laughs> so for the amount when I like, I didn't even ask. I didn't really realize. I knew she was a little different, you know, from her cadences and how she spoke and. You know, she don't complete sentences the same way. You right. know what I'm talking about? So you can kind of tell. But you know when they fine, you let shit ride. Fuck that. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> you, yeah. You, you, uh. you let shit ride when they fine. Like, I'm uh. telling y'all from a bitch's mouth, bitches ain't shit. Y'all better be careful out here. <laughs> now, I'm going to tell you that we ain't shit and we will get you. <laughs> we some scammers. <laughs> and so we, and we, you know and we seek out the weak. We know... These? Girl, these, these girls on some, some some bullshit. So to to answer your question, do you know a scammer when you see one or not, or do you know a hoot <laughs> motherfucker when like, you know? So when they living by any means necessary and they pushing up on you, do you recognize? Do you recognize? So to answer your question, I'll go back to the socioeconomic situation. So I treat a woman from a different socioeconomic status, just like I would treating somebody dating somebody from a different well i want to ask this question really quickly before you how do you know have you all already talked about this like the backgrounds and all of that or is this just like based off of a first day how do you know that this person from a different because they might give you a full conversation a great conversation and you may not know that so how do you know that i think it's really all of uh, it's the conversation but it's all about also paying attention to detail person who okay okay like spirits no like spirits so like the reason I joke with Toya so much is because... Yep. Oh, the fuck up? Wait, how <laughs> I, I said, She I stole said, your said, wallet to me! See how I pulled that ratchet out of her just, just, just that quick? Never... <laughs> like spirits, no like yeah, spirits. Right, right, right. I, got I, got I know how to get that ratchet up right, out of her real right. quick. Because <laughs> I really want to really know. Fight your ass after the podcast. See, <laughs> see, that that ain't over, Nitty. That's 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 Toya. But anyway, um, niggas did not know I was from the hood until I had to pull up. They was like, "Oh my god, you is in my project? Yes, baby, don't come over here, lie, yay, lock the door. I'm coming right out. Right, <laughs> don't don't do no pull up. You better call for you. Yeah, but, <laughs> I tried to date a good dude, and I tried to date a hood dude, and. When you when you caught up in that life, like it ain't even about living in the projects. It's just when you caught up in that lifestyle. Like a a, a good dude's not gonna be able to handle that because uh-huh. a street a street gal is just she's different. Like she's wired different. She moves. But different. do you want a good dude or you want the street dude? I mean, we gonna we gonna duck a good dude real quick. I, I don't know if you know what a nice duck win. is. Or... So yeah. for you. What what what? How do you as a as a as a woman? I mean, dating a woman that's from a different background from you. How do you deal with it? I, I think like say it's somebody um, like MJ, somebody who has an estate. Um, these first are- of all, <laughs> I'm a little annoyed. That part. That's that part. 
that part. Bitch, I don't know why you can't. Yeah, I don't know why you even start. Like you you said that we have enough state. You know, you know the jokes is going. I'm going to introduce her. <laughs> hey, this is MJ, the woman with, with the, the estate, estate I was telling you about. <laughs> my rich friend. And she has a. I am not rich. She has wealthy. They have. Let me tell you something. They have property and they have land and they rent them out to farmers. They have a J on the motherfucking gate. That lady I was talking about had little money put up. Come on now. But anyway. Yep. <laughs> anyway, that's why I don't want none of y'all to be my friends. <laughs> it's too late. You done been on the podcast yeah, twice. twice. <laughs> <laughs> it's too late. You got a chorus on that. <laughs> so if you date like somebody, you gotta get your own plate now. You ain't even a guest no more. No. <laughs> so if you're dating somebody that say come from a, a wealthier background, yeah, well, let's say stars. that. Yeah. How how does it work? Because I wouldn't have known that you possibly lived in the private. Like you're very, your conversation, the way you've carried yourself, you the well drive, you're very well put together. Good job, that wouldn't man. have made any difference to me. That's because I hit the switches. Um, yeah, he's well put the, together. The, 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 you well, yeah. To this thing. But it's some that's not that that right. will show they hoodness all the fucking time. Yeah, because I am. That's my male's daughter. Like, but you, I you, hate you were educated. That. Did you go to college? Yeah, I've. Went to the University of Louisville. For those mm-hmm. who haven't heard me on this podcast before, went to the University of Louisville. Um, got a bachelor's in communications and master's. You graduated. Business. My yeah. mom said, "Stop saying went." Because yeah. if you walk, if you got a piece of paper, you graduated. Uh, yeah. That's yeah. what my mama said. There, are a lot of people went so to school. Got a so, to me, oh, you went to school twice. <laughs> to me, to me, once you get once once education is involved, then you shift your social economic status. Right, right, right. So okay. <laughs> Okay, I'm going to shut up. Uh-uh. No, no, you can't put that because I know some very educated motherfuckers <laughs> that got the most, you know what I'm saying? They, they, Absolutely. It's something that attract them and their, their, their partner is not equivalent to them at all. At all. Is that? Like, it, it, they, they've come from a totally different world. So I think, go. Wait, kill us. What, what we, we, MJ. Well, the only the only thing that I, I was going to say, somebody from a different status has to have a tinch, uh, j- just a tinge. Okay, you gotta have a tinge. Okay, because oodles or noodles, ba- baby. When I say it's time to move, it's time say, to move. Hey, what's going on? Oh, okay, I got you. Nah, okay. Nah. <laughs> You they, gotta be. You gotta have move. street smart and book smart. <laughs> that's move. okay. When you see okay. that car okay. easing down the street. Okay. Oh, that's a nice yeah. car. Uh huh. Okay. Let's go. Let's move. <laughs> yeah. Now, you, you, gotta, you gotta know what ramen noodles is. You got. You gotta know. You know. Uh, you have to know, know when yeah. they are shooting to <laughs> <laughs> but but MJ you're oh, saying that somebody down. has that crossed over into the world of the educational world they look they have a different outlook on who they date no i just feel like when you've been exposed to more you can Mm -hmm. realize more of your potential i think that when when your circle is small and limited then your view of the world is as well and those are the people that I'm speaking about. Not necessarily because you came from the projects or that you can't. If you're the baddest motherfucker in your group, then there's you a, a problem. problem with your group. I oh, agree. yeah, yeah. No, I, I get you on well. that part. And, and I, okay, and I so agree I agree with, with you on that. But I also agree that, you know, I think the reason I'm able to code switch as well as I as I am is because of college. Mm-hmm. Because I was yeah. around yeah, that yeah, diverse yeah. group of yeah. people. Yeah, yeah. Um, because I had to know how to talk enough to get a job. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But obviously when I go home and hang around people like y'all, hang around mm-hmm. my friends, 
But then you do have people. We're friends now. But you you do like friends. You do have people that say you and I are together and you went off to college. You got yourself together. But me and you've been together, you know what I'm saying, since Project Days. Right. You feel like I'm obligated to this person. I don't want to leave this person behind. I'm trying to. Some people, they I go better myself, and then I'm going to try to bring my person on Mm -hmm. board. Some people just don't. I mean, some people carry the people that they. It's all about what what you can or can't deal with. Yeah. If, If I know that you know I have a master's degree and you only have a high school diploma, you know what I'm saying. I have to understand what that struggle is. I have to understand that you don't know what the college life is. You don't know what fraternity is. But you're also is. there encouraging that person, and that person got to be receptive to either want to do better for themselves as well. Well, that's in any situation. Like, people are not going to change unless they, like like we said they earlier. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Mm-hmm. You got to want that for yourself. Like, if you see, I, I'm always the guy who leads by example. Mm-hmm. So, if you see me doing good, hopefully you see enough to where, you know what, I want to follow that example. Yeah, yeah. Just give me a taint to, you know, be able to suit it and boot it and then, Turn it off that's if it needs to be. You know what I'm saying? That, that's all I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? Understand. You, only you, you in gotta one know space, how to. Got you gotta problem. know how to do both. Yeah. You gotta have some hood in you. You got to. Yeah. You, you can't know a little bit about them streets. You got to. I, I, I know. I can't date no hood nigga nowadays. I'm not doing that. I don't care <laughs> if you selling drugs. But if you got a good dude with a taint your hood though. But and he knows how to turn it off and turn it off. I'm gonna love him right. Yeah. But no, not straight straight drug dealing dude. No, or straight. Because you know they be living the life. That should be looking real okay. fun until it ain't fun no more. Okay. I, I don't yeah, think that, that's, that's not when ride or die come in. I'm not riding. I got some <laughs> shit to lose over here. Yeah, yeah. I don't and believe in riding die. Why do we have ride to die? Me. <laughs> we oh. can ride, but why we I, gotta die? Drop me out. Yeah. Don't no. pull back up over here with that yeah. bullshit. But, I got shit to but lose. But people got shit riders. to lose. Yeah. If you I ain't got shit to lose, if you ain't got shit to lose, then that don't matter. I got shit to lose. Two seconds ago, you just glorified the drug dealer though. No, I never glorified. I said that's what I used to like. Uh-huh. When okay. I was caught up in the when that lifestyle, caught I couldn't rapture. You couldn't give me a good dude to save <laughs> my social girl. Listen, if a good dude came my way, I was like, no, you too square. I need you. You right. too. You too nice. Yeah. Yeah. And then two crazy ass baby daddies later. Mm. I'm like, bitch, give me that. Uh, nice, Mr. Nice Guy. Yeah. So, Come so here. The, the Come. difference between Future and Russell Wilson. Yeah. <laughs> give me Russell. The fuck? I oh, want yeah, no, no future no, guy. No, of, of course, in I this, don't want a in mug, this nothing. Yeah. <laughs> I feel Sierra. I ain't hate <laughs> no you, baby. You went through the struggle. She, you she was like, oh, no. No. <laughs> She won't say no. she can depend on you. Yeah. No, I'm never coming back over there no more. That's and she and she did not thing. and she didn't skip it up. She didn't bullshit on. She she <laughs> took I that guess. into effect. She was a really smart lady. Your mama taught you well, Sierra. Get the fuck on up out of there. She at, had that look, one and done. Look look at future uh, still uh, out uh, here. It wasn't one and done. She had back oh, fifty cent too. Well, it don't matter she though. Had about 50 cent. No, but, but I'm saying she, she was with them. But what I'm saying is now. She was with a few, she, but the cent. point is, she got yeah, her, she got her mind like right. See, time. if you still doing the same shit over and over and over again, Absolutely. then that's when we got a problem. But she realized, oh, or this shit ain't gonna work for me. She, I mean, yeah, this ain't, this ain't, this is not what I want. Future yeah. took her down through that. Like I feel her because <laughs> future took them all my down. My baby did me the same way, man. He took yeah. me down through that. And I was like, I would never date another hood nigga a day in my Hell, life. Hell, look at Lori Harvey. After future, she didn't. She she I got up one. Girl, you need to have a job. 
go to work every yeah. day. I don't give a fuck. So what is it about that ratchetness that calls? Oh, it's real sexy. I don't know. <laughs> the ratchetness like from, who? from what? <laughs> Bitch, I shoot you. <laughs> so you like? Let me get. You, so you like? Come get the pussy when he tell you, bitch, shoot me. Oh gosh! Oh gosh! Oh, this, this is the shit that I talk about when, when you have <laughs> when you have that phenomenon of Fifty Shades of Grey. Like when you look at it with logically, bro was a stalker. <laughs> he was very manipulative. But I, I found so many women's like, ooh, I want Christian. But you, Ray. but the crazy part about it is, it ain't just a hug, cause dudes love that little, little, little bit of that bitch being crazy too. He like a nigga really. They love that shit. They like, like oh, this bitch really yeah. wants you, me. You gotta be a little crazy. Little, you got that. That is horrible. Let and and let me tell you something. As a woman, they as a just, bisexual woman too. The, the the these women love that stupid shit too. Just just a little and that bit. Is so ridiculous. Yeah. I'm calm because enough I, for the both of us, baby. I, you ain't gotta be calm. When <laughs> I run now, see when I run up on your ass and I'm in here and now just that's just ridiculous. You want me to? I I flip everything over in this motherfucker. Don't, don't worry, like, baby. I, I got bail, but look, we, we don't have you. to do this. See, it's cool. it's and motherfuckers be calling me crazy when I, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> but if a nigga do be like it, I'd be ready to. You ready to fight? No, no, I'll be like, no, 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 oh, you ready? Oh, y'all toxic. What is that about though? Why you like somebody? You want somebody like a little bit different? I not too different. I'm not gonna say crazy. I want you to take charge. You got baby to recognize. You have to. You gotta know when to take charge. I gotta have somebody that's not gonna let me run over thank you it is i've said that no more of time i will dog walk your ass if you give me if i feel like i can push you too much it's not gonna work yeah i have to have because i'm a dominant female in my lifestyle and my business and everything else so it takes for me to be with somebody that's like you getting on my goddamn nerves go sit and i'll be like oh that hurt my Billy, <laughs> like, why is she talking to me? Why like she that? laughing? Though? Why is she smiling? And then I'd be like, you know what? I probably was tripping. I'm gonna give you some space. You know what I'm saying? But I have to have somebody yeah. in my life that that balances me out to let me still be feminine because I'm very dominant. You know what mm. I'm saying? So having that in a partner is like, okay, we're very much sense. like on that because I'm very aggressive, very aggressive. I don't like dominant. that shit though. That should be her mouth. Look, I'm I can dish it. But I cannot take it, and I have learned I that can take I can take it to a certain shit, extent. But, mm. I can take it to a certain extent, but then shit, it depends on the mood. I that shit might turn me on or make me mad. I don't know. Uh uh-uh. yeah. yeah, okay. I'm very, I'm, I'm very docile until I'm, I'm, I'm extreme. What the fuck so that? I'm very docile until you push me over the edge, and you don't want to push me over the edge. I, I said what I said, Toya. What you say? You give them twenty four hours I, to I, do what? Listen, when when, when Toya. In, in that scenario, when Toy like you, I'm like that stupid in this motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that's that little bit of ratchet. But anyway, <laughs> talk about you hurt my feelings. All right, you got 24 hours. <laughs> Get the fuck out your feelings. Yeah. Now you know what you. Now you know what that's me. You, I'm not even giving you fucking 24. You got an hour. You better get this shit together. And, and I, I, I give him a full day. I'm not I, giving I, him I, a I full you, shit. I, I get you a full day. One, here, one full here comes, business here day. comes the nigga part of me. Let me be quiet. <laughs> one, one full business <laughs> day. You should shut the fuck up. <laughs> you get one full business day. That's, oh, okay. that's, that's all I got for you. Time is money. I don't have a full fucking business day to get to. <laughs> like, okay? I, I, don't, I don't keep grudges, though. So, like, right. fights with me don't last long. Like, I'm, we bitching for 15 minutes and I'm done. I hope you are. Oh, I don't argue at all. Yeah. So, it's. <laughs> I do. Yeah, I don't hold grudges. Like, my I, shit. I just look at folks. When, when they come to me with all that driver, I just look. Yeah, like, like it, football it, coaches couldn't even. 
encourage me. Get, get the but, movie. But, but, okay. Dude. So, wait a minute. Let y'all talk about all this good shit. Uh, MJ over talking about she get 15 minutes. Ain't nobody holding a grudge. But at the end of the day, if you really like a person and they still mad at you, you're going to figure out a way to make that person talk to you. You ain't just going to be like, oh, oh get the fuck yeah, over no, yeah. Let me go on. No, oh, you over there I, on their line trying to figure out talk. what the fuck is wrong with them you and what? trying to get them out their way. No, that's a different conversation. No, it's not. Yeah, that's, a different, that's a different conversation. We were MJ talking about, here talking about like she a whole, individual. She a whole thug. Oh, I'm wait, a thug. You got, you got 15 minutes. I'm, you need to get out the shit. No, I'm not a thug at all. you like a person, Person, I'm not you. A, you gonna make sure they okay. Yeah. I'm. I'm not a thug you know at what? all. <clears throat> at all. I'm not a thug at all. I'm not. We not but, in the state. What? what? <laughs> <laughs> right. You can't, you're not a thug within the state. <laughs> you, I mean, you might have a few down the line, but you're not. <laughs> not with the J uh, on the. Not with the J on the gate. Now you have a security. <laughs> the little security booth. Like when you come in yeah, at the front, they got a call up to the house and they open oh the gate. Oh my fucking god, woman! Yeah. Oh my god! How did you drive all all the way up this long ass color purple ass driveway? Yeah, you got a whole acre to drive oh, yeah. when you get to the house. Yeah, my yeah. point is, you use like, a golf I'm, cart to go get I'm, your I'm, I'm not a thug. I'm not a thug. I don't really hold grudges, but I do have, <laughs> but I do have a bad temper. So, like when you've when you've had like court. When you've had to go to court and they had to send you classes, oh, wow. so I'm yeah. I'm very oh, I've learned how to be right. I've learned how to be right. So I don't. I yeah, that, I, don't, I ain't that. Don't bring that shit over this boy <laughs> fucking way. I, 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 I ain't that one. I'm not a thug, but I'm very docile, but it doesn't mean that I'm weak or that I let people run over oh, me. Oh, no, definitely. Yeah. So, uh, like, yeah, I'm well, not. You got all this time in this big house. You got, got time to I'm, think I'm about not thinking about, like, I don't. Like the type of shit that would probably push people, I can't let it push me because I got a problem. So, like, y- y- it takes a lot to get me to ten. So, did that happen when light skin put a leg across oh, wow. you and took your wallet? <laughs> oh, wow. Actually, uh, it wasn't that week, but the week after that, I had a situation at a bar, and um, it ended up getting me. Mm-hmm. Uh, she, uh, so, because uh, light skin, it took her shit back to Detroit. I, I, I realized that my my anger in the moment was more than just the moment. I was dealing with a, a whole lot of, lot of other shit. Yeah. Like, damn, yeah. I like pussy, and I gotta tell my mama. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> this bitch that just that stole that my motherfucking oh, okay. wallet. That was a lot of shit. This nigga trying to fuck me. Oh, <laughs> so yeah, it went and on crazy. that. On that note, good night, folks. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> She's no longer our mystery. Yes, she know I got this lady now. I'm no mystery. Damn. I feel like we started out <laughs> about so by any means necessary. And what we learned is that whether you have an estate, whether you have a chauffeur, don't have a fucking chauffeur. Whether you've lived in the project, it's a low income. If you've started from the bottom, now you here. Yeah, you wasn't in the gym shooting me. You weren't shooting with me in the gym. We just all of life by any means necessary. And my definition is gonna be you gonna you gonna go get it. Um, Whatever it is, I don't know. MJ is trying to get his jacket back. 
this shit she can't know like, why she get a, she, she's dealing with a lot she gotta get a jacket back her wallet back tell her mama that she gay and got a nigga trying to fuck her so we need to get all of this let us pray and we hold hands we are in the studio so we're holding hands now Heavenly Father we come to you as humble as we know how don't let him fool you he's a sexual chocolate slash pastor <laughs> Wedding slingers, R and B singer, Se- sexual caramel. Oh yes, <laughs> oh yes, he's a jack of all trades. But what I have, what I really <laughs> took from this episode, because again, you guys know, I'm I'm growing, I'm yeah. learning, yes. and I'm becoming a new woman through these episodes. But what I've learned is, no matter your walk of life, um, it's a hunger that is inside of the people that want to be successful Mm -hmm. and those people regardless of whether you come from a family that is wealthy or whether you come from a family that is not so much i think we can take a look at prince harry Mm -hmm. and uh, he just got a job and megan uh as a reality to what life is really like it doesn't matter where you come from but when you set an eye you 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 have a uh a plan, a plan and you have yeah. an idea of what you want for your life you're not going to allow other people or circumstances or things to dictate that uh whether you start in the projects or you start over here at mj's estate wherever you listen are, we're not gonna i'm about ju- sick and tired <laughs> we not we not gonna judge y'all but we my encouragement <laughs> to a little bit i'm gonna need some money after this pro- after this show anime? but yeah, let me hold something let me Listen, the thing is, get started, y'all. Somewhere. You know what I'm saying? Started, like, yeah, somewhere, yeah. Get some. And don't make fun. Yeah. Yeah. If you, yeah. I mean, <laughs> if you got some people in your corner that does yeah. set you up, like, this a comedy show. Take it, man. <laughs> and, and, and then it's also, you, you have to be in the company. You keep, you have the company that you keep. So Absolutely. everybody comes like, uh, Oprah Diddy said they come from different walks of life, but if you guys have the same plan at the end, y'all mm-hmm. all walking on the same path yeah. to get to this one goal to do something. But that starts with in you, with the drive within you. Shit, if you don't have no drive, then you gonna be where the fuck you started. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, you still gonna be in part. You still gonna be it. So yes, please grow up and get you an estate or get you a chauffeur or another motherfucker do I don't know grow you a circle like get, get you a going. get, get going on. something yeah. I mean all of us ended up I mean even though some of us came from a silver spoon we still had to go out there and go get some spoons <laughs> of our own so everything wasn't given to us you know what I'm saying yeah. and when you want it, go get it. Like, stop letting people and circumstances and Dictate things what you and situations stop yeah. you from yeah. being who it is that you say that you want to be. And let, let, let me say this on, 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 on that note. Stop comparing mm. yourself to other people. Mm. Come on. Get off Instagram. Get turn off of Facebook off. Turn that, the all that shit off. is front. Yeah. A lot of that is just smoking mirrors. Smoke well, it, mirror. it's, not, it's not even just a front. Like, my story ain't Toya's story, ain't Ray from Jay's story, story, ain't yeah. story. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I have to go through what I go through yeah. um, to get it my way. Yeah. yeah. Um, Cause you could come from pimping. Pimping. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Cute. <laughs> absolutely. Y'all just talking shit. <laughs> then you have an estate to <laughs> motherfucking, you don't, you just go, yeah. you know, it's yeah. like a. To, to 10 servants. Yeah, yeah to, we, hey. We, we, we got it. 
The motherfucker buy your yeah. land, right? Got more little stories. The timeline is gonna differ for everybody. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So you can't look at somebody else and determine that yeah. that's how you need to move in order yeah. to be successful. But it is important to surround yourself with with like-minded mm-hmm. people or with people yep. who want more than you more, because yeah. that helps you to grow. And it helps and push it, you. Right, because if everybody in your group is exactly like you, then nobody is moving anywhere. Mm-hmm. So there needs to be some friction in that group. You need somebody who's doing different things That's or have mean. different ideas and even be in a social uh, and political a different atmosphere than you. You mm-hmm. need that. You don't want to be mm-hmm. in an echo chamber. You want somebody that gives you different ideas and concepts like I'm a Republican, and when I tell people that they want to get beat, her out of here, <laughs> they right. wanna, they, they want to beat the shit out of me. Right. Um, you gonna bring MJ back, you guys? <laughs> I, I didn't the, vote for Trump between so. the estate and the <laughs> Republican communist. It's a wrap. She <laughs> has <laughs> dinner with the governor of Tennessee. Right. Okay, that's the type of shit that show. MJ is on. At I'm gonna street. need some money when we get through. I don't give a fuck. I'm the governor is coming this week. Cash at you or request right now. I'm put a couple of zeros. The governor is coming this week. I need you to be here with your brothers and sisters. Light bill was two fifty six. I'll take anything on it. Matter of fact, NES is requesting my shit today. I need to go home and set it up. Do some strain for a little piece of time. You know, but you know. Anyways, we're not talking about it, child. We're going to take it out there. Any, by any means necessary. By any means That's necessary. What we know. Get it. And we always, always thank our guests for coming on. One last time, Q Joseph, you want to tell the people where they can follow you at before we get up out of here? Yes. Follow me on Instagram and on Facebook at Q Joe Kent. Q J O K E N T. And we thank you, MJ. She will be back. She is. She's definitely coming back. Um, you know, she's not giving you any social media handles, but just know it's MJ. She hang out with Lisa, right? With Lisa, and she has the <laughs> state in Memphis. And as, <laughs> she, she just, we don't know where we found these folks though, but they made it. Uh, they made like it. Them. And so we thank you for tuning in to Two Chickens and a Dick Podcast, where a group of dope individuals talked about it. Make sure to follow us on all podcast platforms at Two Chicks and a Dick Podcast. And every Saturday, 6 p.m. Central Standard Time, a new episode drops. As always, good night, folks. Good night. Two chicks and a dick. 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 Two chicks and a dick.